It is the standard Ashkenazic custom to read the book of Kohelet on the intermediate Shabbat of Sukkot. The Sukkot holiday is described in our liturgy as Zaman Simchatenu. This is probably best translated as the time of our joy. Why was the book of Kohelet chosen to be read on this Chag of Zaman Simchatenu, on this holiday of joy? One possibility is Kohelet's focus on this concept of Simcha. What is Kohelet's message regarding Simcha or joy? The book of Kohelet can be confusing at first read. The Talmud informs us that the sages actually considered excluding Kohelet from our Jewish canon because it includes many contradictions. The Gemara in Shabbat, Daf Lamed Amid Bet, 30b reads as follows. Amar Rav Yehuda, Barei Rav Shmuel, Bar Shilat, Mishmeda Rav. So Rav Yehuda, the son of Rav Shmuel, uh, the son of Shilat, said in the name of Rav, Bikshu Chachamim lignoz Sefer Kohelet. The Chachamim sought to put in Giniza, to bury, so to speak, the book of Kohelet. Mipnei Rav, Sotrin Zed Because of its words uh, con- contradict one another. Umay Devarav Sotrin Zedza, and what are the words that contradict one another? For example, Ketiv, it says in Perak Chet, Pasuk Tetvav 8.15, it says, Vishibachtian Yet Hasimcha, I praised Simcha. Uketiv, Kohelet Bet Bet, and it says in chapter 2, verse 2, Ula Simcha Ma Zoasa, and Simcha and joy, what does it accomplish? So looking at these two verses in their complete form, in Kohelet Bet Bet, it says, Lishchok amarti meholal, ulesimcha mazoasa. Of laughter, I said it is, meholal uh, may be translated as mingled, for example. And uh, regarding joy, what does it accomplish? And then later in Perek Chet, Pasuk uh, Tetvav in 8.15, it says, Vishibachti aniyat ha-simcha. I praise simcha. Asher ein tov adam tachad ha-shemesh. For there is nothing better than this for man under the sun. But to eat and drink and uh, enjoy. And that will accompany him in his effort and toil throughout the days of his life, which Hashem has granted him under the sun. So indeed these two verses seem to contradict each other at first glance. And in order to articulate a solution to this contradiction, I think it will require a little bit of a broader understanding of King Solomon's approach to Kohelet. So if you read through the entire 12 chapters, you'll see that King Solomon highlights a series of lifestyles, demonstrates man's failure to find satisfaction in each, and highlights the fallacy underlying each pursuit. We follow the empire builder, the pleasure seeker, the ascetic religionist, None of these lifestyles provide satisfaction. Through many examples, Kohelet shows that if a person is pursuing satisfaction and fulfillment in some particular endeavor, it will remain elusive to him. To appreciate the holiday of Sukkot in the context of the cycle of the year, Sukkot's also referred to as Chag HaSif, the holiday of gathering. It comes at the end of the harvest season. The produce has been finally collected, our productivity is, is winding down, and whether the crop was small or great, 
whether it was below expectations or exceeded expectations, the obligation to rejoice in the holiday remains the same. Now, the book of Kohelet also discusses very specifically the enjoyment of the fruits of one's labor. And so in Parag Gimel, you'd bet, and you Gimel, in chapter 3, 12 and, uh, verse 12 and 13, he writes, Yadati, ki ein tov bam, ki im so I know that there is nothing better uh, for them than to rejoice or enjoy and do what is good in his, uh, in his life. And also, every person that eats and drinks and sees good in all his toil, that is a gift from God. And this theme continues again in, in Perak Hay, Pasug Yud Zion and Yud Chet in chapter 5, 17 and 18. He says, Hine asher ra'iti ani tov asher yafeh le'echo v'lishtot v'lirot tova b'cho amalo sh'ya'amo tachad ha'shamesh mispar yimei chayav asher natan lo ha'lohim ki hu chelko gam ko ha'adam asher natan lo ha'lohim osher unechasim v'yishlito le'echo mimenu v'laseit et chelko so it comes back to, again, this theme of this gift from God. He says, uh, Behold what I have seen, that it is, that is good and beautiful is to eat and drink and to see the good in all his toil that he toils under the sun during the number of days that God has granted him, for that is his chalak, that is his portion. Also, every person that Hashem has granted wealth and possessions. He has given and also given him the power to eat from it, to enjoy it, and to be satisfied in his portion and to enjoy his toil. That is a gift from God. So this theme returns over and over and again in Kohelet. And while I can't uh, possibly summarize the entire book, I think one of the concepts is that there are many barriers we face in enjoying life and in appreciating the gifts granted to us by God. Sometimes we expect more than we receive. Maybe our neighbor amassed more than we did. Perhaps the produce didn't taste as good as we had originally hoped. Someone once asked the Vilna Gon what the most difficult mitzvah to keep was, and he uh, is quoted as having responded to be to enjoy and be happy during the uh, seven days of the, of the holiday. And I think that underscores that there is indeed an art to enjoying life. And despite the bounty that life offers, joy is not something that's automatic. Properly enjoying life is one of the fundamental themes in the book of Kohelet. The larger book discusses many variations, but a particular approach emerges from a careful read of the book. Pleasure is a wonderful accompaniment to life. Life filled with subtle pleasures is a blessing. In contrast, a life of pleasure-seeking is miserable. Pleasure is a spice of life. It's not its main course. It doesn't provide meaning inherently. Just like making a meal out of spices is empty and frustrating, a life looking for meaning in pleasure is unsatisfying but learning to enjoy moments of pleasure 
is a delightful accoutrement to a life well lived. According to Kohelet, it is a gift granted to us by God.